Lynn, how are you? Hi, Lynette. I'm excited to be here and talk to you, and you just look so beautiful. Wow. Oh, my God. And you look wonderful as well. Your smile is super contagious. Hey, listen, so you and I met randomly on Instagram. I actually don't even know how we started following each other, but we did. And I know that when I see you in my Instagram feed, you always bring a super big smile to my face. You're so full of energy and inspirational. And we'll get into that inspiration in a second, but I really want to welcome you to This is 50 Freedom Through Passion. And you are definitely a prime poster child for that freedom through passion. So I wanted to bring you on the show today. We've got, you've got a great story to share. I want to touch a little bit about your history, but mostly about what you're doing today to encourage women to come out of their shell and really be confident in who they are, regardless of what they're doing and how they're doing it. So take us a little bit through what you're doing now and kind of what led you to where you are today. Mm, thank you, Lynette. I'm so excited to be here. And I, I love following you. You help me want to get the travel bug again, you know? <laughs> so, um, so, you know, right now my company is called Captivate the Crowd and I help people with video and visibility and speaker coaching. And one of my earliest taglines though was find your voice, own your power. Wow. And I still love, love that tagline, even though my, you know, my coaches were like, I don't know what that means, but I just feel like for so many women especially and some men but a lot of women we you know i i'm i'm gonna be 54 soon and you know i grew up in the age of like don't be too powerful because then you're gonna be labeled a bitch or don't you know so i learned to be sort of cute and funny and that was sort of my persona and you know that worked for a while but you know then i'm at a certain point now where i want to make a bigger difference and impact and so you know, I'm still a coach and a speaker, but I've been working on developing more of my own boldness within myself because I feel like if I'm not walking the walk, I how can I talk the talk to my clients? And also, Lynette, I'm just passionate. I am passionate about people expressing themselves. I'm a huge fan of The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And we know when people tell me, oh, my teacher told me I couldn't sing. I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, no, you just need to train your ear. And I'm not saying everybody go quit your day jobs and go, you know, audition for Broadway, but I believe that we're all creative. It's our divine human right. And if you think about it, how your office is, is a form of your creation. How is your car needs to be vacuumed? Like, like we're constantly creating, but we don't think of it as creation. And so I'm just a huge fan my whole life of like, what's your dream? Why aren't you doing it? I was like that kid. So I've dragged so many people to open mics to try to do stand-up once because it's the scariest thing you can do with your clothes on. You know, I'm like, you want to do a one-woman show? Do it. I'll help you write it. You know, I've just always felt like when people are self-expressed, when we feel like we can contribute to others and be seen, it's, a, it's human. It's so human. We've been doing that since the cavemen, right? And so that's just always been one of my passions and I guess it just keeps morphing with my business and the other things that I do but I just love helping other people express themselves and especially women there's so many beautiful wise strong women who are coming into their next chapter and I'm like girl go for it yeah exactly so where did you find the confidence was it just you were just born with it no no and I think that that's one of the biggest myths 
um, you know, I love performing. I'm a ham and I still get nervous at times, depending on, you know, is it for TV? Is it a Ted thing? Um, you know, really depends. But so for me, a lot of it is practicing and preparing. And when I first started my coaching program, I realized people don't know how to warm up. I've been warming up my whole life, right? Like, and so I realized so many times people just don't even know how to practice or get ready to present or be on a podcast or whatever. So a lot of confidence comes from doing it, leaning into it, warming up and practicing. That will get you far. So, so, so take me through the warming up. What does that mean? Like I stand and I jump around or <laughs> so Great. because I love the I love the idea of that, that of what you're saying there. So expand a little bit more on what that That's really so means. So great. And, you know, technique, right? So most people don't just wake up and they're like, whoa, like you, they develop, they sang in choir, they sang in church. They, you know, they, they've been singing like Celine Dion didn't just roll out of bed. Right. So she had this voice that she developed and so part of any kind of skill like that is warming up. Like, look at the football players. They don't just rush out there. They do all those drills with the tires and the stretching, right? Ballerinas, you're at the bar. So I think most people don't realize that, you know, I always laugh. Like, I'll say, this is my rented tongue today. So I have a five-minute warm-up that's on my YouTube. I'll tell everybody at the end. But it is great because what happens when we get excited and nervous? We get a dry mouth. We need extra water. We talk faster. Sometimes women, we get up here, I'm so excited, which is hard to listen to, right? Exactly. So, and technique, like I, I worked for years as an actress and you know, how do you find, you need to have technique for those days when you don't feel off. When you're on, you don't need technique, I think, but you, we all have those days because we're human. And so one of the things I preach to my students is I'm like, we're going to do these goofy exercises, like we do this, the bubble, and we do neck rolls. I go, oh, <laughs> like, right, like goofy stuff. And I always say, if you're afraid you're going to get mugged, just start going, and people will run away. But, and also there's warm-up things like toy boat, toy boat, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. And I know it can feel awkward and whatever, but just doing five minutes of certain exercises will help you speak better, be on your breath better. And, and I think it helps your body go, Oh, we're doing that thing where I need to focus as opposed to just rolling out of bed and like, you know, sitting right. And also for me, warming up puts people in a peak state which will help when you're a business owner and you, you get to make that scary phone call, right? Or, right. Or do the podcast or do the interview. It helps you if you did that five minutes of warming up. So that's, and I was just going to ask you, so this isn't just for you to be a performer where you're about to walk out on a Ted talk stage. It's really about applying this sort of warm up in your everyday life. Right. So yes. you know, me getting ready to interview a guest and, you know, I, I really, you know, we, I try to do these podcasts very unscripted and authentic because I just want the conversation to flow right. like two women having a coffee together. Um, but yeah, no, that's really, really good. So tell us a little bit about how you start to form this pro this program of yours where you're helping people sort of ignite their, their the confidence that uh, is inside of them. 
Well, I, you know, I've, I've been a coach for 20 years and as a kid, I was always like trying to help people and direct. And I was a drill team captain, which I never knew I would use some of those skills to this day. And I realized that people, you know, didn't know how to rehearse, didn't know how to warm up. And then everybody, a lot of people say, I hate the way I look. I hate the way I sound. And so I, I teach a lot of presentation from the inside out because if you focus on, oh, my hair is, my hair is curly. You never know what it's going to do. Oh, I've got some new wrinkle. You know, it's, there's a million reasons to not share your voice or your wisdom or whatever. Right. And I, I think it's really important to come from what is your why to make a difference. Like mine is to heal the world with laughter and love and stories, one video, one joke at a time. I love you it. Know, and, oh my God. And I need a bunch of people to, so come with me, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, your purpose is to heal the world with laughter, one joke, one story, one video at a time. Wow, that's amazing. You know, it takes so much to find your purpose statement and that for you to be able to be able to come up with that purpose, it's 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 amazing. Um so so you you and I we we chatted obviously a few times before this podcast and you you took me a little bit through your your history. Um you've dealt with some addiction in the past, but mostly it was being driven from this sort of internal conflict. And you said something to me that really resonated. You said carrying the the, the shit that weighs you down. And sometimes we don't even know what that is and, or we don't even recognize right. when we have it. So how, what could you tell the audience when, when you said that to me, where is that coming from and, and how do you know that you're carrying it? Well, and what I, are the impacts, I guess, of carrying it with, you know? Right. And I think, you know, I think part of being human is we don't know what we don't know, right? And so I'm so grateful I did the Landmark Forum <clears throat> in November of 97. And for me, that was a line of demarcation in my healing. And and they talk a lot about like, if this is all the knowledge in the universe, how much do you know, like this sliver? And how much do you know that you don't know? Like, I don't know Russian. I don't know how to raise kids, you know. And then the rest of it is like, what well, we don't know that we don't even know. And, and so... If you think about it, <clears throat> we're born into these conversations, right? You and I were born into, you know, North America conversations. I was uh, a child of the 60s, but I grew up in the late 70s and 80s, right? And so <clears throat> there was a conversation of beauty. You had to have big hair if you're from Dallas. And you got to put your face on just to go to the store. So there were all these conversations I was swimming in that I didn't even realize. And so... As a kid, we internalize all this stuff. And as women, especially, we internalize, oh, I'm supposed to be this. I'm not supposed to be loud or bossy. Oh, I'm supposed to be skinny at any cost, any cost. Oh, it's my worth comes from how I look. And the mess, so think about all the messages we get. Now multiply that times a gazillion because we're in this amazing social media world. I mean, there's no wonder teenage girls are having trouble with Facebook and, you know, all that stuff that's going on. I talked about body image when I uh, was on the college campus. But so I think, you know, as human beings, we're swimming around and stuff that we don't even realize we have ancestral trauma. That's a whole nother one woman show. But and and if you're a sensitive soul, which a lot of us are, we accidentally pick up other people's stuff, other people's vibes. Like I thought it was my fault that my stepmother drank. I thought it was my, you know, there were so many things that I was like, I'm sure I'm a drama queen. I'm high maintenance. 
people told me I was a pain in the ass. I'm sure it must be me. If there's, you know, and I, I went into that codependency as that was part of my survival. And, you know, we do these brilliant things as kids, right, to survive our families. Everybody does it. And then the challenge is, as if we want to be healthy adults, is we go, okay, this doesn't work for me anymore. How can I shift this, tweak it, transform it, let it go, right? So instead of, like, working harder, I want to work smarter. Instead of picking unavailable men every single time, how can I work on myself being available? And then maybe I can attract somebody who's wants to be engaged with me on an emotional level and not just, you know, all the other ways. So, so I think part of it is just realizing if you're feeling depressed or shame or funky or whatever, it might not even be yours to be carrying. So, you know, I'm a huge fan of healing different modalities. So follow me because I talk about a lot of that stuff. I know Lynette does too, and you have some great programs and you're going to be sharing stuff in the future. But, you know, I think the first step is awareness and self-compassion right? Like mm-hmm. people go, oh, I hate it that I'm scared. But if you think about it, I believe part of fear of being seen as a woman, especially if you stood up and you were not married, you were not doing the normal things, you were suspect. And, you know, the Salem witch trials were real. And growing up in tribes, like if you stood up and spoke boldly against the group cohesive, you could get kicked out of the club and you could die and so i truly believe that that's partly in our dna and so not to use that as uh an excuse but to say oh i have compassion for myself this is scary it's scary to speak out and i you know it's it is it takes bravery and some days are better than others for me some days i'm like and other days i'm like oh god i gotta go do my warm-up so i can get in the zone um yeah, that, that, that's so good because you know what? I think sometimes we often think like, okay, well, we have a problem. I'm going to work on this one problem or this one feeling or whatever it is that you're working on. And then you think it should be healed and then that should be just like, okay, so that I'll never deal with that again. But it, you just said it. We're up and down. It's ebbs and flows. And it's kind of like, how can you stay in the present and really manage it moving forward? So yeah, it's really good. So tell me a little bit more about your program um, and, and maybe some of the... What have you seen in some of the women that you've been working with um, on sort of getting their inner voice out there? Well, it's so, you know, it's such a fascinating journey that I I feel so honored to get to be with it, whether it's one-on-one or in my group program. So there was this one woman named Carrie, beautiful woman. She had been like a partner with a big, big corporate company. She had opened, you know, businesses all around the world. And yet when she, and she was a great speaker, but when she got on camera, she just became not herself. She was trying to like, hi, you know, like there was just something. And, and, you know, I have, I like to make people laugh. I'm goofy because when we're laughing, we're breathing and we're not taking ourselves so seriously. So I think people are naturally funny when they're, when they can be relaxed. So anyway, so we kept um, working together and her husband was like, you unlocked Carrie. Thank you. I've been trying to get her to relax on camera for years and within like three sessions. And then, and so, and now she's like speaking for NASA, her business is booming. So it's sometimes it's like the tiniest shift release, you know, we get in our heads about things. So, you know, that, that's one success story. 
also, you know, I talk about like drop in. If you think I am talking to the internet and the World Wide Web, it's like, ah, right? So just think, you know, I did commercials. So you're supposed to lean in and go, you know, Sheridan, I've been thinking about Colgate for you. Have you thought about, you know, like you want to be thinking about one person and that will help you ground and what I call settling in, which is a different energy, a different come from as opposed to, hi, everybody. Because think about how do we watch video? How do we watch podcasts? It's usually on our phones or one-on-one. And so I, yeah, I talk sure. a lot about that. That's awesome. You know, one thing uh, we talked about this earlier when we when we first met through Instagram, actually, I remember you uh, after I followed you, you, you were in my feed and I was taken back at first, to be completely honest. And for all of you, when when we share um, Elaine's handle her her Instagram handle, you'll see what I mean. Um, and it was sort of like, oh, I got a little uncomfortable. I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe how this woman is putting herself out there to the world like you like you know yes i know you're you've got the comedian inside of you and you're kind of but you really don't care about people's perception of you because you are truly and, and this comes out you are truly you how does somebody that doesn't have the comedian that has these inhibitions that has these like oh my god what happens if my wrinkles show um how do they overcome that? Like, how do they over, like showing up to a dinner party or going to a restaurant by themselves? Like, I have a story that, you know, I've been traveling for over a year and I'm showing up in restaurants by myself and sometimes, I always go to the bar, right. right? I always make sure I can find the bar. And the one time there was no bar and you know where they put me? They put me right oh, in the middle of the restaurant by myself. I honestly to God felt like I had a spotlight on me. and. It was so uncomfortable. I didn't even enjoy myself. Oh, I'm but sorry. That after watching you, I'm thinking, why didn't I have that same energy? Well, so what what stops us from that? Well, that's so great. And Lynette, there's, you know, I'm, I'm a big person in the recovery world, 12-step, thank you, God. I know that when I am in a safe space inside, internally, then I can go do, I can go, because eating alone can be daunting, I think. I can go do my, I can go to the theater by myself. I can, you know, um, and so for me, it comes down to, you know, am I getting enough sleep? Am I praying? Am I meditating? Am I working out? I mean, it's so simple, but when I, if I get off, I can feel, I, I feel like I'm squeezed or wound too tight and I call it like feeling dry. And so for me, a lot of it is, am I doing my spiritual foundational stuff that helps me come from a place, because I want to be joy and self-expression. And I'm not all, I'm human. You know, there are some days I am like funky. I, I had a very challenging day Monday and I really, I mean, I still showed up for everybody, but it was like, my head was a mess. So, you know, and I, I think that's part, part of what I want to demystify here with you it's not like one and done. Like I took the confidence pill and now I am perfect, right? So it's, I'm healed. I'm healed. Am, Hallelujah. I'm six feet two and I'm no. You know, it's like for me, it's like a daily practice. And yeah, there are some days where if I'm just funky or like totally working out, I'm like, I'm not going to do camera today. But part of it is practicing. So, you know, one of the things is, you know, 
I would encourage you, if anybody who's listening, if you have a desire to be on podcasts or put yourself out more, get a get a video buddy and just start making videos. Hey, it's Mary. Just checking in. Just want to practice. This is how I look in the mornings. Don't show anybody. So you're saying take your phone, yeah. do a video, and then send it to your friend. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah. Or okay. another great tip is, um, let's say you're going to go do a, a podcast or an interview and you're like, ah, and you, maybe you do the work warm out, but you can put your phone on and tell a story. So you're seeing yourself on camera and you're like, this is how I look. Okay. This is how I look. And you're telling a story that maybe no one will ever see or hear, but you are practicing. It's like a warm up for you. And then by the time you come to the next thing that you're doing, you're already like warmed up. Right. So, you know, I, I think about that. Okay. So not everybody's going to be doing a podcast or, or going on stage who's listening to this podcast. Um, so, but maybe it's like, okay, they're, they're going to a dinner party or, and so maybe we're, we're practicing a few questions that are beyond just, Hey, so I'm Lynette, what do you do? Kind right. of thing, <laughs> you know, what are those questions? What are those things? So I love what you're saying, practice, practice, practice. And that's obviously coming from your theory. The theater type of, 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 of work from the past. So awesome. What else, what, what else are we going to share today on the, well, on the podcast? That's, that's such a great talk of, you know, practicing and everybody, most things are skills, right? And, you know, it's so easy to think everybody's perfect on Instagram, but a lot of those people made a lot of bad videos first, right? And same with conversations. You know, I was socially awkward, which is one of the many reasons I used to drink and party because it loosened me up. So, you know, right. I've had to, I've gotten to learn how to go to dinner parties and be sober, which was very scary to me in the beginning. But, you know, I think if you're committed and willing to be a little uncomfortable, you can develop any skill, you know, right. whether it's podcasting or if you want to start speaking or you want to go to Toastmasters or you're not even sure what your next chapter is. There are so many ways to expand yourself. And, you know, the internet is full of, there's so much good. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff yeah. too. But there's so much good, yeah. right? It, right. I mean, the good, you can source some really great information. You don't have to always, like, wait for, you know, to go to a program or whatever. You can just, if you want to get started, you can get started. You know, one thing that you said, too, is about bringing your skills from your whole life forward into this new chapter of yours. And that's something that within my program, Encore Life Academy, we spend a lot of time because I'm finding a lot of women in their 50s are, or older or even in their 40s, actually, but, uh, you know, are, are thinking to themselves, okay, I've committed to this life of, you know, possibly raising kids, partner, careers, um, to like now all that kind of stuff is leaving because they're older or, you know, you're getting ready to retire or whatever. And it's sort of like, but I don't want to retire. I, I've still got so much life in me and I, and I don't really just want to be on the golf course. So how did you start to map out in your mind, how do you take some of these skills and, and move them, for, bring them forward into something different? I love this question. Thank you. Yeah. And this, you know, how I think everybody's business or, you know, things keep shifting and evolving, right? Because I keep evolving and... Um, so this to me are, is like so many women I know are badass and they have either forgotten it or they were not 
truly allowed to own it. And here's here's the point. Like, if you grew up in dysfunction, and lots of us did, you, you can't just leave your family, right? You, you're, you're like, okay, I picked this family for my lessons, whatever. So we do things to survive, right? And we discount because it's too painful. So and so, they, they forgot me to pick me up, whatever. This happened, this happened, this happened. We discount because that's how we survive, right? So then when we get out of the family, unfortunately, we still have that habit. For example, ah, oh, I did the New York City Marathon, but you know, I, I really wanted to do it in 4.30 and I did it in 4.40, but I really wanted to do it in 4.30. Instead of like, you did the New York City Marathon, right? And, and so one of the themes that I see with women over and over and over, I have a new client, Kim, She's like, well, you know, I was, um, I was regional director and I ran like 18 stores and, uh, you know, and she just said it like, well, I'm like, okay, stop, stop. Like that's big. Oh my God. And so one of the things I, I invite my clients and anybody listening, start writing notes and it does not have to be Shakespeare. It can be bullet points of like things that you did that you overcame, that you forgot that you overcame things when you had to like fight for your child or advocate for this or when you got the promotion and they didn't want you to or whatever like every woman i know is such a badass and my one of my goals is like let's freaking own it it doesn't mean you're arrogant it doesn't mean you're stuck up it doesn't mean you're not going to keep growing and working on yourself but like it is time to own your badass Right? I love it. Bring that badass to the top. That's awesome. That's not, no, it's awesome. That's great. You know, Elaine, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Tell us where, where, where's everybody going to find you? Just give us Instagram okay. and maybe your website. Okay, cool, cool. So Instagram is Elaine LaLane. So that's E-L-A-I-N-E-L-A-L-A-I-N-E. -E. I think it sounds okay. harder than it is. And then I do have a confidence on camera checklist that has like warm ups and some breathing stuff, and it's super simple. And even if you don't want to go on camera, I recommend that you get it and print it out just in case. So that is at captivatethecrowd.com. Okay, and we'll also put it uh, as a link on the show notes too, so that people can download it there. Because, like, like we said, you know, that can be used in any situation, not just to be on stage. So it's good. Yeah. Prepping, prepping yourself for the day. Yes. Even, so. Or the scary phone call. Stand up. Look around. Yeah. Be in your body. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Again, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence, your energy, your smile. It's just beautiful. So thank you so much. And I'm definitely going to have you back. Thank you, Lynette. Thank you. Thanks for having me.